everybody. Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. How are you doing, Jessica? Super good. Good stuff, buddy. We're the wacky lady. No, I'm so sorry. That's awful. Uh, it sounded like you said co-ghost. Co-ghost. Co-host, and I'm into it. Yeah, co-ghost. So, yeah, I died. No, I'm alive. Uh, our guest is... Mike, uh, I don't. Are we doing wacky voices? No. <laughs> Do you was that what, your wacky not voice? Not want us to know your last name? Uh, sure, Mike Macri. Yeah. How would people find you if they don't know your last name? I prefer they didn't. Danielle, you do make art. Maybe one day sell them something. Yeah, you're a talented visual artist. We've so started talented. already on that, have we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got to introduce yourself a bit. Uh, we've known each other for a super long time. I think eight years. Really? I think so. Going back to uh, UBC days. Yeah. I've known you for maybe five years or five, so. Uh, yes. Because I met you at that art show and you made all that amazing art. Which art <laughs> show was that now? That it was... went in that little gallery in Gastown and you had done the hockey cards. Oh, right. The yeah. hockey needlepoint portraits. Yes. Mike are amazing. really time consuming and intricate uh, time cross consuming. stitches. I have two of them. One so is of Captain Kirk and one is of uh, Agent Dana Scully. Oh, yes. She's sitting behind us. Yeah, she's. <laughs> How long did it take you to, just for uh, the listener? That is, I guess, like eight by six, about. No, uh, yeah, probably about that. I think. Those so things. it's cross stitched uh, by hand. By hand, I don't, <laughs> I don't employ a cross stitch machine. Right, <laughs> by and foot. It's a, it's a portrait of Scully from the X Files. Yes. How long did that take you to make? That one probably about 100 hours. I've gotten better at them. Like this is a recent more recent one. The first ones <laughs> I did took a lot longer. But. I felt so bad. 100 hours. When he gave it to me, he gave it to me for my birthday last year and like Mike's birthday is around the same time as mine and I was like, <laughs> I got you something too. And it was literally a like $5 zine I had just bought from the comic <laughs> shop and I was like, here you go. I was go. super disappointed. I was disappointed I in myself. It, you know, at least 100 hours worth. <laughs> So, uh, Mike, yes, <laughs> you have uh, worked in the same field as me for yeah. for a, a, a much of your life. All of my teenage years, and I think a little bit of my twenties. Maybe I came back to it, but that is the uh, the wonderful world of video store retail. Mm. Should I get into it? Yeah, I don't know. Jump in. Okay. Do you want to tell tell us a little bit about? That <laughs> <laughs> great interjection. Um, Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Alicia, I will. Thank you for saying my name. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to something where they said like people really like to hear their names. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I love it. That's true, Michael. So Jessica, let me get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> that's your favorite. Um, yeah, so I worked at uh, the now defunct. Rogers video. Really? Yes. It's not open anymore? Well, I think they're like a Rogers, like... Rogers Plus. Rogers Plus. Yeah. They sell like cell phones, I think now. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't think they do the... I don't... I I only know of one video store, really. There's a few. I was in Tofino like last week and their video store closed down, so... You know, that's in the middle of nowhere. They must have Netflix there, too. I guess so. Well, they're, we don't need to get into it, but their internet was subpar. But <laughs> Wow. Guys, Tofino, Mike is... I'm bringing the heat to Tofino. Yeah. You've been put on blast, Tofino. <laughs> <laughs> get your shit together. 
Um, <laughs> so I started at Rogers, I think when I was 15. Okay. Now, my uncle got me the job because he knew the CEO of Rogers Video. Wow. So I went into the interview knowing I had the job. So I got given the job, then immediately told the manager that I was leaving for Orlando, Florida (laughs) for two weeks to go to Disney World. So you're going to have to postpone my shifts. Are you sure he's old enough to work here? For sure. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I got to go. I'm going to Disney World. (laughs) Two weeks. My mom said. (laughs) Mickey was calling. So... um, so where the nightmare, like, I love the job. I love, like, I'd go work in a video store today if they existed. This was in the days of uh, VHS. This was prime time video store. Yeah, this is before DVD. And video stores up until, you know, in the past maybe 10 years were like a pretty big part of most people's lives. And that was like, yeah. It That's was where you went. Friday That's where nights. you went to, like, see your crush. Did you get that weird popcorn that comes in the microwave bag, but plus that weird stick of butter? Oh. Have you ever seen those? No. Oh, gross. Like dehydrated butter stick? No, it's like a, maybe it's for popping in your popper, but it's pre-packaged popcorn kernels and then a p- weird flat portion of butter. This is some weird popcorn technology that I don't know. Like a Quebec only thing? Why when something (laughs) (laughs) Why when you people don't know something they always assume it just only happens in Quebec? Because it's like the magical other worlds. True. It's I like I discovered a lot of things when I went there for the first time where I was like, this is only in Quebec. Like how there's cheese curds at the corner store? Well there's on the counter. There used to be cheese curds like everywhere, plentiful. Like you could pick them from the trees and they would just fall from the sky here. (laughs) Because I used to eat them all the time when I was a little kid. My grandma would get them for me. And then I was like, one day they just weren't in grocery stores anymore. Weird. I mean, it's probably good that I stopped eating so much cheese. Once I open a bag of cheese, I have to eat the whole bag of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) We've replaced what Alicia originally said with cheese. (laughs) Cheese. Cheese. So this is your first job. My first job. Yeah. Um... And like I said, I really enjoyed it, but it was now Rogers was kind of unlike other video stores, not all video stores, but Blockbuster didn't have it. Jumbo Video didn't have it. And that was the porn room. Oh, did Rogers have that? Rogers was well known for their porn room. Yeah. Wow. Their adults only section. So they go there. It's just a quiet room. (laughs) It wasn't so quiet. Just wine and cheese. But, ooh, a wine and cheese. Wine and, and cheese porn room. <laughs> Classy. Um, I never went into the porn room. I imagine well, that's what it's It's like. probably, and I don't want to speak for anyone here, but, you know, I think teenage boys were probably drawn more to that growing up than maybe you guys would have been. What are you trying know. to say? Going in there to the any, like, of the porn, any of the porns. <laughs> <laughs> we know a lot about porns. Porns. Um, was it more like, hey, look, I'm in the porn room, guys. I'm cool. And then I'd see something I wish I hadn't seen, like pregnant teenager. I, well, that's the first time I think I went into the porn room and I was like, oh, that's terrible. Like, that was the porns. <laughs> but it was, it was, like, a funny joke for you to do whereas i think for teenage boys is like kind of like a draw of those i remember them always with beaded curtains i don't know yeah 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 you know that rogers didn't have a beaded curtain unfortunately what did it have meat curtains (laughs) 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 jessica (laughs) i never been meat curtains (laughs) did the curtains there were no curtains unfortunately i wish there were Match the carpet. 
meat carpet. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you just walk on in you and just tenderize it. <laughs> yeah, we're real mature. Yeah. I don't we can totally handle a porn room. Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> treacherous me, for the next like a, I'm on your shoulders in a yeah. trench coat. <laughs> Could you please show me your porn's room? <laughs> we're eight feet tall. <laughs> I would like something to jack off to. I would like something to uh, masturbate to. Right this way, sir. <laughs> Can you show me something in a dick? <laughs> How come there are still um, porns uh, stores? <laughs> well, my theory. Well, I have. I really I've, can't talk to this. I have no idea. I've myself. got theories, but I have theories. Is that like it's part of the experience, you know? For well, it's like why are there still record stores? It's like the sound is better. Yeah, it's like a rickshaw. Yeah, it's the like porn you get is the rickshaw. Cracks and pops, <laughs> little crackles. Yeah. Um, well, from my current experience, the only we don't have porn like actually hardcore porn. We have like smutty stuff, and the people who yeah. rent it are exclusively old men because I just assume they don't understand how the internet works, mm-hmm. and that like makes it sort of sadder and like. I just don't want to have conversations. Exploring their bodies, Jessica. (laughs) No, I know. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I have a little tiny retail nightmare about one time a man came in to open an account and he was in his 80s. I know because I saw his driver's license with his birthday on it, and he had a long white ponytail going all the way down his back, (laughs) and he was hard of hearing. And he uh, laid out. This is when I was working with a coworker who, like, he and I. He was like a brother to me. We were very like jovial, very platonic relationship. The man laid out like 10 or 8 movies and he said very loudly, "Which one of these is the most tender?" <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Uh, neither of us had seen any of them." Tender. And he was like, "I'm watching them with my lover." And we were uh. like, mm. And he was like asking our opinion as a couple who had, we had obviously watched them all, and we just couldn't help him. But t- that's such a minefield too, because like, what does he mean by tender? Yeah, that's interesting. Like, Even if I had seen them, it would be tough to recommend. I only like the hardcore. Tender. Tender. Do you think that he puts his ponytail and he slowly feeds it into his lady's <laughs> vagina? <laughs> then you should watch Avatar. Isn't that how they have sex in that? Uh, well, I refuse yeah. to see Avatar because it's just so great to watch people's faces when I say I've not seen Avatar. I'm just so jealous of you. Well, you are know, you running into a lot of Avatar heads? Is that what they're called? <laughs> when people, I like it to be in the position of when someone uses a very famous movie as a reference to <laughs> to just ruin the conversation by saying I didn't see it. <laughs> I have that with Titanic. I yeah, I finally to see saw Titanic, Titanic by accident. No, okay. You're like, what's no. this boat movie? I'm comfortable boat movie. in my decision. <laughs> so they're on a boat, right? <laughs> There's this necklace, huh? <laughs> and then this guy dies. See, <laughs> I just, I wish. I wish I hadn't seen a lot of James Cameron movies, but yeah, I guess I, that, I guess brought up another James Cameron that does seem to be the the common thread there in which choosing of, not uh, to see James movies. Cameron Cameron's movies is the most tender. Uh, oh, Terminator. Uh, Terminator. <laughs> no, the I wish first it was one. Terminator. Or Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, let's get back to your uh, meat meat curtained <laughs> right, porn meat room. Curtain room. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there were no curtains. You had to walk through like a labyrinth to get there. 
So was David the Bowie there? The la- <laughs> you had to watch the movie. Jareth the, the Goblin King with his little glass balls. <laughs> Doing that magic rolling thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) We could just make up anything. Like, be like, oh, yeah, the part where Christopher Walken's in The Godfather. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite part. Okay. Um, So, the rule was, at Rogers, when I started work there, was you had to be 18 or over to go put back the movies. Mm -hmm. For sure. You would think, right? That was what was in the manual. They just let you put back the Disney films as punishment for going away to Disneyland for so long. Well, I thought, like, you know, as a 15, 16-year-old kid, I had never been in one. I had never done what you had done and went and stood in one. I oh, was, I wasn't 15 when that happened. Oh, this is yeah, recently? Yeah, I was like 18. Okay. Um, Very recently. <laughs> she did it for her birthday Last yesterday. <laughs> So. I'm into pool and There comes a time in every woman's life. I will not be allowed life. to finish this story. I'm <laughs> so immature about the porn room. That's, we're going to go for like a length record on this. <laughs> okay, okay. Here. Shush it. No, shushing no. It. I like it. I'm shushing. No. Um, so for the first couple weeks, I wasn't allowed in. But it was there was kind of a draw there. But I didn't want to be like that creepy new guy. <laughs> because there's also like a closed... Uh, like CCTV <laughs> closed captioning. Yeah, <laughs> there was funerals. <laughs> oh, closed casket. I thought you said yeah. closed captioning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just ooh ooh ah. Uh, I didn't even oh, make it. Like, uh, oh crap! Closed casket. It's <laughs> before you came over. I was making weird sex noise. This. Just to be funny. <laughs> well, we're going to continue on because I got plenty of porn stories, so we're going to go through it. This so, is a porn cast. <laughs> we are not mature enough to do a whole podcast. Guys, I'm sweating. I have to open the door. It's really hot in here. It's a little toasty. So steamy. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll continue. Yeah. So for the first few weeks, didn't do it. Then I got told by my manager... That I had to do it. Oh, which was odd, but the the reasoning was that the other person was a female that I okay. was working with. Sure, but she was like twenty. Yeah. So was I she mean, just too uncomfortable to go in there? I or? guess so. Maybe she just didn't want to walk into a room filled with women being abused. Yeah. Well, see, I had never been in one, so I assumed it was edited. You know. Like, sure, like they wouldn't see naked people on the cover like, like, go up front like basic instinct there. it's not like Sharon Stone on the back like uncrossing her legs you know like, it's it, uh, a lenticular image when you <laughs> if, you, if you tilt it one way she crosses her legs and she tilts the, the other way that's a criterion collection yeah <laughs> so I went back there for the first time and it's pretty shocking like by this time I guess like I don't know like porn has progressed over years to get progress is generous <laughs> Boy, now we're going to get into this, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> Old man Macri. <laughs> I have hard just and let fast me, opinions on Let porn. me just get through this story about porn. <laughs> and then I'll tell you the evolution of porn. <laughs> so I assumed it was a lot of, like, coquettish women, you know, in bikinis and whatnot. Like, doing, like, a finger to the mouth kind of, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
pretty innocent stuff. Pretty innocent stuff. It was not. It was very graphic. There was a lot yeah. from the region of Germany. Right. I guess so you can fill in the blanks. Not forgiving there. lovers. Not tender lovers. No, they were not tender lovers. Was there bratwurst involved? <laughs> Sorry. I enough. wish. So that was like a little bit shocking, sure. to say the least. So, But enough to get through it. You read the side of the video you put it behind the thing that was one of the problems though is if you ever covers like videos away on a shelf you kind of have to look for you know like you, sort of have, camp. you like, have to harder. memorize the covers a bit basically like out front you have to Ernest memorize the covers to cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah you have to memorize the covers fair enough fine i get through that because I thought it was going to be kind of like a fun experience. It wasn't. And then you're like, sex so is scary. Because you go from like 15, like especially in the 90s, you know, internet not around. This is the first time you're seeing stuff like this. Yeah. I would say that's a part. fair opinion. I mean, the, the most you'd ever, you know, like in a hollowed out log in the forest, like you'd see like a <laughs> damp that's all, that playboy was, or something. That was your playboy. Yeah. <laughs> the hollowed out log. The hollowed out log. Oh, oh my God. He shared it with an old prospector. Mossy log. It's your turn. Oh, guys. So that was like most of the experience I had with that room up until that point, until I started to get to know the clientele. Oh, lucky. Regular clientele, as it turns out, for this kind of stuff. So, I feel like clientele is too classy a word. It's a little classy for it, I guess. Fair enough. What would you call them then? Fiends. <laughs> Fiends. That's tough. Like, no, I'm being harsh. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to be sex positive about the porn room. And no, I'm going to work on it. Like, it's I not think such it's a big deal. It's always more difficult to be sex positive about like 70 year old men. And it's a challenge because you should be sex positive about them, right? <laughs> I'm I'm positive. I'm looking at you, Jessica. I'm I'm positive that it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to Fair talk enough. about how tender set, uh, porn is with uh, eighty. He was in his eighties, like, and this was probably ten or eight years. He's he, probably not on this earth anymore. Like, oh, so but he sure probably you. had a lovely, lovely tender, <laughs> tender lover. <laughs> <laughs> True, but Good also luck. he wasn't getting porn. He was. No. Getting erotic. But a lot of people like are looking for porn and then like will rent everything that we have and then they're like, mm, what else do you have? Like there's one guy who I think has probably the record for like creepiest customer. He was only a customer for I think four months at our store, but during that time he rented every single smutty film we had. Right. Which is like a couple hundred movies. Uh <laughs> yeah, that's dedication. Yeah, and he'd come in and these guys always, when they come in, they spend like 45 minutes looking at one shelf. And I'm like, I'm alone in the store. And I'm like, what? What's taking so long? Like, well, Alicia, if it makes you feel better, nothing makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but if anything were to make you feel better, it's the fact that the, like, some of these guys you could classify as crossing that line over from, you know, men exploring the sexual fantasies <laughs> to criminals. Yeah. Because the first one I had, we had... <laughs> that little, makes her feel a lot better. Yeah. This <laughs> will make you feel better. This, 
This will make your heart smile. Because <laughs> we had a little black and white like CCTV that you'd walk, you, you know, you could see a live feed. Into the porns room? Into the porn room. Because Can you please say porns? Porns? <laughs> yeah, just that's porns? the plural. All yeah. right. Into the porns. You could see. <laughs> so, I, you know, you'd be out doing your thing, you know, putting back, you know, making recommendations. Putting back splash. you like, exactly. have you seen ever made? Casablanca? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Those are the only two <laughs> films I ever recommended. Splash and Casablanca. <laughs> splash a blanket. I was just going to say ah, that. Gotcha. And it's like, here's looking at you, kid. And it's like... <laughs> so you know i'm out doing my stuff on the floor come back into like break dancing <laughs> well you really i guess just don't want to hear this story <laughs> this is gonna be cool. yeah. no, it's i gonna think be at a bad. certain point we just have to accept okay. that you no, don't want to hear, hear. I hear. Okay, i'm, so I'm not gonna say anything you Please finish the story though. okay you have 30 seconds I, I, <laughs> on the clock i, I welcome interjection um so we come back into like the pit as we'd call it, where we have our computers. And I look on the computer. I'm just setting you guys up and you can't say anything. Now. I look on the computer and the guy is in there and his like seven-year-old kid oh, no. is beside him, like running around. Mummy? <laughs> mummy? <laughs> is that mummy? <laughs> He's like a weird little is, British. We didn't even make that, it like, through. The, you didn't make it like 15 seconds. <laughs> but there's a child in there and I have to go back and tell him... And, and you're still a child yourself. Yes. I probably, yes. at this point... You're still now wearing your Mickey it, Mouse ears yeah. from your big trip. <laughs> I would One like those to big, think... like, Disney suckers. You remember those? You're wearing the goofy <laughs> shoes? Yeah, goofy shoes I like well. to imagine that every time you go in there, you just have to cover your eyes and sort of, like, feel around. You, you have to wear the special blinders yeah. and a visor over top. Well, they all had, like, Braille on the top right-hand corner so you could feel <laughs> what was going on. Come, Glass, well, you go in there. Sluts. So I... I don't go in there mm-hmm. because I don't really want to be in a five foot by five foot room with this guy and his sure. kid. But I ask him, can you please exit or at least have your child exit? And no response. Ask him again. And he goes, oh, I didn't know, you know, like Jeffrey was in here with me. But like you could see on like the kid was like throwing stuff and you could hear him from like 20 <laughs> feet out. So that was kind of my first foray into you know, that room. Really. Right. So, I mean, it would, <laughs> over time, because I worked there, I think, two years. Okay. You would kind of get how it worked. You would have, like, different classifications of guys. There would be the guy that would be there right at opening. Okay. So, at, like, 9, 10 a.m. Whoa. To return one and get another. Sure. And that always was pretty gross because you'd have to rewind them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. And you could see exactly where he stopped. Um, oh, boy. Like, into, you know, the movie by how much of the tape had wound. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> a lot of the time, it was pretty close to the beginning. But don't you get, didn't you get charged if you didn't rewind it yourself? But I don't think these guys cared. Yeah. They were, and like, also, proud of it. They were super expensive back then, too. Like, a rental was, like, $14 or something really? for porn. Yeah. Like, they were really that's expensive. a lot for porns. Yeah. That's too much for porn, <laughs> if you ask me. But then you'd get the other guys that would come out and mistakenly take the front oh, cover. Right. That you're supposed to leave in the room. That you're supposed to leave. Like the stuff oh, with all the no. graphic stuff. And the, these weren't the size of like your average, your Splash, your Casablanca. They weren't that <laughs> size. Slightly larger, right? I would conservatively say they were the size of like like a McCain's Deep and Delicious. <laughs> oh, that's huge. They were big. 
because you, you want to see what's going on, right? Like you need details oh, on. Really? They were huge. Well, I guess like I've never seen porns before, <laughs> but let's say I had. Um, <laughs> I don't want to accidentally click on something that I don't want to see. I guess you would. I wish that I hadn't seen some things. <laughs> Guys, I wish I could unsee some stuff that I've seen. Well, the internet has, I mean, revolutionized the entire process, of course. <laughs> That's what Tracy Chapman was talking about. <laughs> Don't you know? Talking about a revolution. It's and porn. porn. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a whisper. <laughs> Fast car was about how... Oh, never mind. <laughs> It was about a penis. It was about a penis. <laughs> finished fast. Okay. Oh, boy. Jay. This, this sorry. sorry. Too much. <laughs> this is going to be the lost episode <laughs> yeah. of Retail Nightmares. This will be the bonus episode. Yeah. Bonus Boner episode. Boner episode. <laughs> okay. So what's the point of this? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want listeners to take home from this? Well, well a few things. Thank you, Alicia. Thank being you. So pointed, Michael. <laughs> I was I wasn't aware that I was supposed to have like an overarching. No, there thesis. doesn't. It totally doesn't. It doesn't have to be one. Oh. <laughs> well, no. I mean, that's a nightmare, is it not? It's, yeah, it is a nightmare. Totally. But you know, these people they would take out these boxes and line up in like a busy Friday lineup, and they would hold it down by their waist, like right in the face of like a little five-year-old kid and you'd have oh. to deal with that as well so i mean that to me sounds Very like disrespectful a, it sounds like a nightmare yeah it's weird when people are not like i've had friends whose co-workers have watched porn in the office what? and they had to like fire someone because they were watching porn during work hours or um people on the bus like watching porn on their phone or I know like the library is like yeah, a library is popular and that sort of kind of uh, when you're unwilling to be included in this, but you find yourself included in somebody's weird idea of how the world should work. Like I could just be able to watch porn wherever I like, or I like making people uncomfortable or being around while people are watching me watch porn or whatever it is. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm really glad that I never had to deal with that extreme amount of that i did apply to work at rogers video one time and i did not get the job because it was like my first job interview and i didn't know how to act (laughs) oh i if i didn't know the ceo i would not have gotten that job i wore a tie to my interview (laughs) i remember amazing i remember telling the manager to like call me by my like cool nickname i had in high school like scooter scooter Scooter. what's your cool nickname scooter i think a lot of the times i was just called by my last name so maybe i told her like just call me macri and she's like no i'll call you mike (laughs) oh man i'm a 15 year old kid i don't know what a job interview is right And I think in the interview, I told her about Orlando. Yeah. Like, her hands You're like, were tied. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm just going to go down there, <laughs> scope we've out. Got a, got a timeshare. <laughs> going to go to Medieval Times. Oh, have you been to Medieval Times? We went down there. And? It was the best. Oh, let's talk about that. Do you get to eat like a big piece of meat on a bone? Yeah, you get like a big turkey leg. Now, I should say, though, I think it was like a Medieval Times knockoff. Okay. Called olden days. It was something like Medieval that. Medieval watch. <laughs> because now that I'm thinking about it, there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't um, like a joust or anything. Oh yeah, but it was just two guys slapping each other <laughs> with gloves. Just feckless British men just slapping each other. Yeah. 
Um, I would pay to it see It was that. one of those where they would, you know, like, like bring out the next reserve. And, you know. They, uh, you know. You know, no, one of those old know. places. I would love to go to Medieval Times, but it'd just be a giant meal. Yeah. That you got to eat with your hands. Are they in Canada? Like, uh, there's something. Uh, actually, I don't know. But I feel yeah. like there is something here. Right. Out in one of the, like, a New west really? or Maple Ridge If it's in New West, where you're I gonna live, find it. I'm going to find it. <laughs> and work we, there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the you um, still work in retail to some degree. Well, I mean, I I manage, I don't manage. I own yeah. a, a business, so I'm there for an hour, and I don't really deal. So you've graduated the to the level of you don't have to deal with Graduated, customers? inherited. I mean, it's a family business, so it's kind of just... I, I notice I'm getting like I'm saying a lot of things that like indicate that I'm a benefactor of nepotism. <laughs> in a lot of ways, <laughs> the CEO told me I could have this job. Well, I knew the CEO. Did I mention? Daddy gave me this job, so uh, Mike is just my son. And that's the reason why he's on the podcast. <laughs> I told all my employees, yeah, just call me Macri, <laughs> and they're like, well, "Can we call you Mister Macri?" <laughs> Should we do Puppo of the Week? Or sure. should we do a retail nightmare round? What should we do at this point? Do you have a good nightmare? I'm trying to think if I have That's a good porn-related thing to go off I of my story. Oxy-Norman. Oxy-Norman. <laughs> I'll tell a story about a creep. Yeah. I used to work in this little uh, store. My friend Tanya owned it. It was a little boutique in Yaletown. And the store itself was, uh, you could stand at the front store and see the back of the store. Really nice. Windows, I was on the corner across from where the blends used to be. There's still blends there. Ha, Helmkin, Helmkin, and the other one, Hamilton. Checks out. And um, usually just be one of us working in the store because it was quiet. Uh, sometimes Tanya would come in or another person for a few hours, but some days I would just be there by myself the whole day and I could bring my dog. I had a dog at the time. He's great. It was a really uh, nice little place. And people would come in and try on dresses and come out of the change room and stand in front of the mirror and decide if they liked it or not. And a couple of times I noticed a man just standing in the doorway watching women. Oh. And it got to be kind of a problem. And the thing that he, he was really easy to notice because he's a very tall, slender man who looked like death. Like he had black hair and really fair skin. Was he the slender man? <laughs> the what? That's oh. like a, a urban legend. Like, yeah. What's that? Called the Slender Man. Slender Man. Slender. Oh, the Slender Man. Yeah, he didn't slender go around man. slendering people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they say like you're like, a fraud. A tall. <laughs> that dress <laughs> doesn't look good on you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But he would keep his hands in his pockets because he was touching himself. Mm, don't care for that. Yeah, it was really creepy. And he would never come around after I gave him like a, I have like a really mean face. So I would give him that face. And uh, But he did come in all the way to the store one day and touched himself behind one of the racks when someone was trying stuff on. We did have a masturbator in the uh, the porns, as you call it porns. as well. Yeah. It's like corns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one corn, two corns. One porn, two porns. It checks out. Yeah. If it rhymes, it's... If it, it rhymes, it's dimes. <laughs> Jessica, do you have anything about a creep? That was a retail nightmare, I'd say. The tender. You're in a weird situation, right? Culturally speaking, I think that porn is not really widely accepted, although it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then to be in a work environment where, you know, you're kind of just doing your job and then you also have to to help people get the material they need (laughs) to touch their hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it's. I think I would feel a lot better about it if there was an equal amount 
of male objectification because then it would at least feel a little bit balanced but it just feels like oh that's the section where you go to if you feel like objectifying women Mm -hmm. you should put a sign over the flashing lights (laughs) (laughs) say like women are people too (laughs) but yeah that guy was enough of a a retail nightmare for me I'm ready to move on to my puppy fair enough Yeah, let's bring this up a notch with yeah. Puppo of the Week. Yeah. I've got a great Puppo. I can't wait to tell you guys. Do you want... Oh, let's hear. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my coworker, a very, very nice man, has a little dog named Tinkerbell. <gasps> she is... Um, <laughs> I've only met her twice. She's so small. She's some sort of terrier, one of those hypoallergenic dogs. And his family just adores this dog. And they seem like su- such a happy family. Uh so Tinkerbell the other day was not feeling very well and he had to go home and check on her. Um, I was worried because of course, you know, if somebody's sick or your dog is sick, you worry. And, uh, he was going on about how sad it is because dogs can't communicate because you have to, you have to guess what's going on for them. Mm -hmm. And she's just cowering in a corner and shaking. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that she was afraid of a moth. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best possible outcome. Yeah, you know those mosquito-like moths, those big floppy guys that that show up around this time of the year? Um, She got scared (laughs) of this moth. Totally understandable. And was just terrified. To be fair. I'm scared of them, too. Like those things fly into your peripheral? And she's only about two pounds. Yeah, the moth could probably beat her up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh That's what the Mothman prophecies are about. (laughs) I know you probably haven't seen that movie. I think I have. Oh, so that's what you choose to watch. Yeah. Richard Gere? Richard Gere? Oh, I 100% saw that. Is that where everything ends up in the earthquake on the bridge? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I may have even seen it in a theater. That's the first movie that I rented from my store uh, once I started working there and I could get free movies, I was like, well, I'm not paying for this. I think we all remember where we were the first time we <laughs> <saw> <laughs> uh, Do you have a Papo? Well, I know you own I, a Papo. I own a Papo. It's whether or not I want to make him my Papo of the week, I guess. He's a Papo of your life, though. He's a Papo of my life. Can I, Charlie. Can I make that? Charlie. Of course. My little boy. <laughs> Um, who I brought over here, and Alicia, you met him for the first time. He's really, really soft. Check out Alicia's Instagram for <laughs> pictures. Charlie. Can we post a picture of him on our Facebook page? Give him those likes. <laughs> <laughs> he can feel them. Yeah, I brought him over here. He was happy. He went out with Jay for a walk. Yeah. So he's not currently uh, howling. <laughs> he has quite a howl. He is. Well, he's part beagle. Oh, Right. So he has Big the, talkers. Uh, the eagle howl, yeah, and part something else I don't know. Uh, feathers, <laughs> feathers. Yeah, he's like a feathered kind of. He's a quail, like seventies type hairdo in yeah, on his butt. I love it. Yeah, kind of like if you could imagine like Wilfred Brimley's mustache, like hanging from his butt. <laughs> I think you need to Photoshop. Like. That. <laughs> I probably could. Yeah, Mike is excellent at photoshopping, and I would always be like, "It's like if this and this," and then five minutes later, he'd send it over to me, and I'd be like, "Thank you for making it a reality." How has owning a dog changed your life? It has tied me to my apartment a lot. <laughs> you don't get to, uh, you know, go away on random like three day trips and just like leave your dog at home. So I can't do that anymore. Right, but all those fine. benders you would go. All on those before. benders. Like, for the listener, I'm known as a party animal. <laughs> This is the third time I've met you. Yeah. This is the third time I've come out here. Since the- Basically, yeah. Yeah. 
No, it, it works for me. It, it works that I have to be at home with Charlie. It's kind of a good excuse, though. Like, I can't wait till I have a dog and be like, oh, I can't come to your show. Sorry. I gotta hang out with gotta the dog. Right. It's, Until people say, like, oh, bring him. And then, oh, that's the worst, though. <laughs> but we like, did it to you today. <laughs> my pup of the week this week is not a dog. Uh oh. Dun dun dun. Bumpo bo. Ruff ruff ruff. Oh, that would be so cute. Like a little dog mystery. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it's two cats. Oh. And their names are Larry and Banana. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I've been biking a lot while I've been um, house-sitting and dog-sitting because it's sort of right on the edge of Vancouver, basically, is where I'm staying. And so it's like an eight-kilometer bike ride to work, which I do every day, like back and forth. Yeah, five days Real a week. Biker's body. <laughs> it's I'll never it's stop saying that. Getting a lot more bikerish, honestly, in the past few weeks. Uh, but I noticed, uh, and I take this one bike route uh, every day, and I've noticed it's sort of at the top of this hill. There's always a cat sitting there, just on the sidewalk, like every day, same time. But I'm always just like getting to the top of the hill, and I'm like, oh, there's a cat. I want to pet it, but I gotta keep going, and then. I kept noticing it and I kept noticing it. And then I finally, I was with Jay biking with Jay and he was like, if that cat's there tomorrow, let's stop and pet it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I like how you think this is why we're dating. Um, so we did. And there was not one cat, but two cats there. Yeah. Which one was the one always on the hill? Larry or banana? It was Larry. Who's there Classic all the time. Larry. What color? Uh, sort of gray stripey with a white belly. Ooh. And then banana is like, this awesome sort of color combination where it is sort of like short gray hair with like a little bit of like yellowy orange okay stripes so kind of banana-ish <laughs> uh but they're both so relaxed and they like as soon as you meet them they just roll over on their backs and want you to pet their bellies and they're just so cool and like everyone in the neighborhood knows them and pets them and i think they get fed outside too and i saw the owner and she seemed really cool and i was just like i love these cats and so the first day i larry wasn't wearing his collar and so i was like what's this one's name and i was like it's banana (laughs) i lost my mind see i wish i like after the fact had named charlie something a little bit more fun yeah than charlie like dracula one was batman i wanted to name him (laughs) that's a great dog name i think that's a good dog name um I like Booger. <laughs> That's a fun name. Well, you can just give your dog a ton of nicknames. Yeah, just give him a last name. Charlie Booger. <laughs> Charlie Booger. Charlie Batman. We've renamed uh, Ola, the dog we're looking after. Her new name is Puponius. <laughs> <laughs> How come? We like giving people vaguely like Greek-sounding <laughs> like deity names. Yeah. Like I invented a uh, sort of benevolent overlord character named Pleppo, which is just a really fat frog. <laughs> Pleppo? <laughs> yeah, Pleppo. It's like, I found, I googled fat frog, and it's the first image that comes up, and it's like this huge oversized green tree frog, and it's like taking up an entire palm of someone who's holding it, and he just looks so relaxed and just like really friendly, and I'm like, that's Pleppo. <laughs> and it's sort of like, you know, rhymes with Pleppo, and then there's like... Jay it works I, on several levels. Yeah, really. Jay and I will sometimes like just turn to each other and really solemnly say like, may you be in the light of Pleppo always. <laughs> <laughs> may Pleppo shine down his radiant beams into your heart. Like, that sort of stuff. Oh my gosh, that's... 
we're well, pretty spiritual. <laughs> yeah, the Church of Pleppo. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess the only member. <laughs> <laughs> NJ. Yeah. Founding uh, members. Yeah. So that's that's my Pleppo of the week. May Pleppo bless you and keep you always. Good Pleppos. Uh, we have a story that someone sent in. Actually, I will find it. Okay, we got an email from someone named Anna. Hi, Anna. Thanks for writing in. Yeah, and you sent a really cute picture of a dog. Uh, and then I <laughs> responded and I was like, I want to paint that. And I was like, that's weird. Why did I say that? <laughs> but it's really cute. It's like a dog, a splotchy Ooh. sort of coated dogling on a nice rug. And it's like nice patterns together. Uh, I responded first thing in the morning when I woke up. So <laughs> I was probably still dreaming. Uh, so she used to work in a store. This is a little bit confusing. They would sell things that people had had monogrammed, but then decided that they didn't want. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I can't believe that store even exists. She said they had been returned and then they would sell them really cheap. I wonder if it was like all LL Bean stuff. Maybe. Do we know where this store exists? Because we are going. Like the moon. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she was like, it was a very liberal return policy. Anyway, this is not so much a nightmare, just kind of funny. Uh, a guy came in and asked where the already mammogrammed items were. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. To be fair, he may have been yeah. known when he was talking. He was about. like, where them titas at? <laughs> <laughs> That's something I relate to all the time. Like, people will come in and totally mispronounce something or use the completely wrong word. Like, half the time when people ask if we have a movie, they're saying the name completely wrong and I just have to be like, yep, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, There's a movie, this one time a woman came in and she was asking if we had the movie Fitzcarraldo by Werner Herzog, which is not a very popular movie, but she called it Fruits Carraldo (laughs) and she called him Werner Herzkoff. (laughs) And... It, the movie's about like moving a, a boat yeah. a, over a mountain, basically. And so I, Mike, maybe you can do this. I really wanted to Photoshop a cover for the movie of him moving just like a basket of fruit over a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Fruits Coral, the epic or at least film. like you know the ship could be carrying <laughs> just a banana boat. Then oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. banana, the cat comes out. Oh, banana! He lifts up his paw, and it's just pink. Oh, he's really cute. I took some photos. I'll put them up. Good. Question. Yeah. Now, I know people email you in, mm-hmm. and I've never had uh, such an opportunity um, to invite people to email me things, <laughs> but do you guys get any sort of like less than desirable emails? Not yet. No? We got an email from a guy who was like, let's partner up. I want you to <gasps> advertise <laughs> my app. And I was like... No. What kind of app is it? Let's it was like a social networking site that I Facebook? went Facebook? I went to, <laughs> made a lot of money on that. I one. looked at the <laughs> app on the App Store and it had like four ratings and I was like, this is not a real thing. Well, we're not a real thing. No, like, and I was is, also what like, does he mean partner up? What do you think we're going to do? You guys need to monetize. I've been saying this since the beginning. Um, it's been four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> We need sponsors. We need uh, GT's Kombucha to sponsor us. I'd like uh, fictional sponsors. Sure. Like um, Morley Brand Cigarettes can sponsor us. <laughs> uh, I hope that comes back in the X-Files. Oh, we haven't even talked about the X-Files. Not that we're going to do that on air. Well, Kamel Nanjiani sort of got that covered on his podcast. I think we can give it a run for its money. Have you listened to this his show? No, but I've seen um, like most of the original series of the X-Files. 
I was obsessed with it. Uh, well, that's three people in this room. Yes, we're, we're all big fans. Can't wait. I saw David Duchovny. Well, I didn't see him. He was at. <laughs> he's in. He's in. They're filming it now in our city, and he came to a festival that my band played at. Catalano. Catalano, and every big, big fun day. It was fun, uh, but it would have been more fun if. I would have seen David Duchovny, but it, but it wouldn't have been because I get really weird when I see people acting weird around oh, actors I, or I just like leave them alone. shivers up my spine. They are normal people. They're just like us. Over the years, quite a few famous people have come in to the store that I work at and I always just pretend that I don't know who they are, but it's always actors. So it's like, of course <laughs> they I renting know. renting movies of themselves? Uh, with themselves no. One it? time Benicio Del Toro stole a movie from our store what fuck you buddy uh he stole a movie he just rented it and didn't return it and then a month later he sent in an assistant to steal the actual box from the shelf <laughs> so what? he could and it was like a rare movie that you can't get anywhere but this was this wasn't at my location of the store it was at a different one so i this is all like it's all hearsay yeah but I love to just pretend that I don't know them because I'm sure they get that all the time of people being like, oh, I love you. You're so great. Like addressing them as their characters' names. <laughs> I bet that happens all the time. So I just try and play it cool and aloof, but like hopefully not to the point where they think that I hate them. So Yeah, whenever celebrities shopped at the stores where I worked, uh, Steven Seagal was still being my favorite. <laughs> of Whoa. The- That's amazing. I just wanted them to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and to not to have a moment where they weren't being treated differently, but still getting like a good customer service yeah. experience. Don't want to ignore them, but also don't want to play into their weird God complex. That <laughs> yeah. I'm I don't sure he has. The only time I, someone was really obnoxious was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? Yeah. You met Arnie? I don't really meet him. He was in the store and I spoke with him, but was the kombucha i can't do yeah, it yeah i'm sorry <laughs> if, if they told the story on another podcast so i apologize but the uh my friend shane uh managed the ymca uh the one um near davy street the that one on burrard fun to say and at. he had to get arnold schwarzenegger t- to stop working out without proper footwear on Oh, he's like, come on, everybody. We're going to work out. That's my answer. <laughs> we are going to work out right now. Two for two on the Arnie impersonation. <laughs> and, so far. Uh, I've never tried to do an impersonation. Of, I can do like get to the chopper. Or, oh, that's, that's good. about Classics. it. Yeah. He's just kind of an obnoxious. Was he just like shouting man? Is he wearing sandals or no shoes at all? I think he all? was wearing loafers maybe, or he'd taken them off and he got everyone to get together and kind of, he's putting on a show for everyone. He's like, we're going to work out together. <laughs> <laughs> it's very he's similar to my baby, baby boy. Yeah. Baby Arnie. Yeah. So Shane had to say like, get out of here. Um, but he's weird in the store too, because we had this really expensive coat. It was like a couple thousand dollars and it was made out of shearling, which at the time I didn't know what shearling was. But then I watched a video. Well, I wouldn't buy it. It's basically like you take a sheep and you put your foot right through it. <laughs> <laughs> Rustic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so he tri- Maria Shriver tried it on and he was like, they were acting like they were going to buy it. And we we're kind of excited because we were selling that coat. You could have closed early that day. Yeah. And then they were like, he's like, just kidding. And then threw it over like a rag. We're like, oh, no. To be fair, though, classic goof. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) totally. I can't remember what's... I know there's been one time that somebody came into a place where I worked and I was excited to meet them. But 
It wasn't like a regular celebrity person. I get like excited about people. Oh, who, I remember who it was. Oh, who? Um, have you seen that show? You got to eat here with John Katucci. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, it's just on the Food Network, and I love it. And he is a comedian. I didn't realize that he was a comedian until I started following him on Twitter. And I was so excited to see him because I love that television show. He goes, it's kind of like diners, drive-ins, and dives, but he's far more charming. He's not a gremlin. Yeah, he's not always like sweating profusely from every pore. And I saw him like across the aisle at a comedy show, and it's like John Katucci's here. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone said, "Who?" I'm like, "John Katucci from the show." I bet he would be more appreciative of maybe being recognized as well. I don't know because don't we. Did make eye contact. Well, I was staring at him, and then he turned around, and we locked eyes. And then the next time he turned around, I was still looking at him because <laughs> uh, I was kind of starstruck. You were like, because I just really love that show. How the food looks so eating good. a hot dog really slowly without chewing, <laughs> pressing it into your face. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I've ever been like really starstruck by anyone. The mm-hmm. people that I find, Mike and I would always talk about who we used to have crushes on. I used to have a crush on David Wayne. Like, if I were to see him, I'd be like, oh, hi, hi, I like you. But it's like, he's friends with my friend on Facebook. And I asked her, I was like, why are you friends with him? And she was like, oh, you can just add him and be friends with him. And I was like, no. That's- Did you? No, I don't. I only like to be friends with people that I've actually met. Why do you see that on Twitter? People will be like followed by like Britney Spears. I feel like- oh, wow. Lucky. Did you see Britney Spears grocery lists? No. no. They're on the internet and they're really sweet. Uh, they're like, I guess someone stole her grocery list and then sold them on some sort of bidding site. And she misspells a lot of things. And, oh, it's just, I think that people were making fun of her because they're like, oh, she's an idiot. And I'm like, well, so she can't spell cinnamon. So <laughs> she eats Wonder Bread. Yeah, actually, I can't. That's and a, I've written a cookbook. <laughs> it makes so many spelling <laughs> mistakes in that cookbook. But I really liked it. But it was such an intimate, strange look into somebody's life. Like, if you found my grocery list it would be so do you write out a grocery list yeah sometimes especially like if i i need to have certain things like i'm I feel that's out. like a lost art now like it's something that people don't do i was just trying to find an actual grocery list of mine that i had written which i kept because it was so absurd it was like uh chocolate wine tuna birth control <laughs> it, was like, it was not i was yeah, like sometimes i try to put those things in my phone and then they just disappear it's like the phone eats the list i'm just not sure how to go from being a paper person to a phone person i have like an actual paper agenda that i use i always want to do that like it's kind of like something i would strive towards but i can never get over that mm. i have like so many empty you know like sketchbooks and journals that like i'm gonna draw every day and i just don't Oh, speaking of which, do you have anything coming up art-wise that you wanted to plug? Not a damn thing. <laughs> no? And if somebody wanted to find you online and look at your work? Woof. Wow. <laughs> you have a website, You're li- don't you? No, I let that lapse. Oh, no. Jeez, Mike. Yeah. It's the worst when somebody's really good at something and then they're like, nah. I don't know. Can they follow you on Twitter? You could, but I, like, I don't tweet. Why don't tweet. you care? Why don't I care about it? <laughs> um... To be honest, like when I was making a lot of stuff, it just it took so long to make that but by you the time update your website, yeah, I mean you would have like I would be pumping things out at like one piece every three months. That I just thought, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to like amass like a bunch of work, 
And then that just never happened. Well, that's because you spent a hundred hours on something and then you just gave it to me, whereas you should have sold it for hundos and hundos. Yeah. Hundos, eh? I know that I really, really, really love the things that I've seen you make. And I don't get any say in how you create or run your career. So I apologize for saying, what do you mean you don't care? (laughs) It's because I really like what you do and I... I didn't tell you in the most polite way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. We want to compliment you through bullying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I know that's how. That's our style. Yeah. <laughs> you can um, yeah, just search my name. I do have Twitter and Instagram, but I don't post anything. So it's Sometimes kind of you post a picture pointless. of your dog. And sometimes I go back and look at pictures of your dog that you've already posted. Yeah. And then say, why haven't you posted my <laughs> pictures of your dog? <laughs> I really should get better at it. I get told by people that, you know, I've done work with, you need to get better at promoting yourself. And so it just, it feels dirty to me for some reason. Yeah. I mean, that's why I stopped making art because I don't like the schmoozing aspect of no. it. Everything that's come to me from art has not come from schmoozing. So I'm going to keep on going that way, I think. Mike and I have a an art collective that we uh, made that we're the only two members it's of. It's been, what, five or six years now? We haven't done a We haven't made a, damn a project. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we started a bunch of stuff and then Mike moved and then it all sort of got wrecked. <laughs> yeah, you're moving out of the city was devastating. Okay. So, our potential I'd, friendship. This is an intervention. <laughs> move enough. back. I'd like to move back to Vancouver. I really would. So, if anyone has any leads on good apartments it, that take let dog dogs live yeah. there, a dog that has quite a howl. He does. That's not going to help him get. I'll give out my uh, cell phone number. You can text me. <laughs> what What would be the downside of giving out the cell phone number? Like, I go back to that thing. Would you be inviting? You know, do you want to? nasty things? Yeah, six zero four. Eight zero two five six four eight. Text only, please. This is the best uh, plug ever. That's my plug. Don't follow me on Twitter. You can text me. I'll text you pictures of my art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. Sure, could be like a like a digital pen pal. I'll report back to you guys with one of the reasons I stopped doing that is because I had a piece. I did something for Lululemon. They used to have. Yeah, I remember. they did a thing where, like, their front window, like, they were they giving still do artists. It. it was like so a I, gallery window thing. A gallery window, which I wasn't interested in doing. You know, I didn't really want to be in a pant store, like, selling <laughs> pant art store. or anything. But I did a piece that was about, like, the Vancouver riots, and it went up, like, on the very first day of the new hockey season after, like, everything riot. And I got, like, hate mail from that. Oh, boy. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I it got, was such a beautiful piece, though. It was a neon piece that said, in case of defeat, break glass. There were people, like, I guess that's a very divisive uh, thing in Vancouver, but people were saying I was making fun of the riots and whatnot. And, oh. You know, which I guess, it's a fair point. Making fun of something and being critical of it is not the same thing. No, and, that, and to be fair, that's not why. Like, I didn't, like, have my feelings hurt or anything. <laughs> but it was just one of these things, like, eh, I don't feel like having this, like, open discussion with people about... But that's kind of the hallmark of you're doing something right if people are mad. Fair. Like, yeah. you can't just want to please everyone. Oh, I'm a people pleaser with my... <laughs> yeah, you seem like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you've got going on, Jessica? Uh, well, I keep plugging Energy Slime, which uh, is kind of a, like the side project of the real band that I'm in, yeah. uh, which is Jay's Music, uh, who does the music for the podcast, which does not sound anything like his real music. <laughs> if people are like, oh, does he sound like Leonard Cohen? No, he doesn't. That was him doing a 
That was Leonard Cohen, right? That yeah, we got, got him in here. He was super cool. Really nice man. Yeah, yeah, he slept with every woman in my family. He's a sweetheart. Uh, no, Jay Arner <laughs> is uh, the real band I play in as well. Uh, we're going to be recording the next album soon. That's and great. then that'll be coming out probably early next year. So it's really exciting because Jay's writing new songs and they sound amazing. I can't wait. I guess that's it. Is that it? Uh, go to Alicia's show. Uh, wish Alicia a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to plug. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.